Hey guys, welcome to episode 3. I actually have not seen Avengers again since last time, but I'm going in like two days, so you can believe it's going to come up again. Uh, I hope everything's good for everybody. Um, I just wanted to take a minute to talk about kind of a serious thing. Um, the city I live in, uh, Toronto, was victim to a senseless attack uh, just over a week ago. Uh, van attack, I think we're calling it, where some dickhead chose to end the lives of some innocent people by driving a van on the sidewalk. And it's terrible. The person obviously doesn't really need name recognition or any kind of fame from this. Uh, I'm really much against that. But I just wanted to say it's very shocking and surprising and obviously heartbreaking, as with any tragedy. But I've grown up in this city, and I actually specifically lived about a minute's walk from where the attack took place and just, you know really assume in, in Toronto, or I guess in any place, but specifically in Toronto, you would never think that kind of thing would happen. And it was very jarring for a lot of us to see that. I mean, I tried to uh, visit the memorial, and we've donated some money, and I'm really only mentioning it just to make sure that uh, people are aware of what's going on, and I'm going to try and include a link to the bottom to the uh, donation fundraising page for the hashtag Toronto Strong Movement, because... It's a really worthwhile cause. I mean, I don't think any of us can really imagine, thankfully, but I don't think anyone can imagine what it's like for these people and what they're going through. But anyway, it was it was kind of a grim start to that week, but that was also the week that I got married. And on Saturday, I married my, my best friend, my Wonder Woman, to, to my Batman, which were actually our cake toppers as well. And that was amazing. And I, I'm extremely fortunate to have found uh, the, the love of my life. But as I said, I mean, all the positive aside, those... It'd be nice to raise some positives for those people that are kind of suffering right now. So check that out. Definitely helping is always awesome. And back to the nerdier stuff. I mean, I've got a Dungeons and Dragons game coming up and I've been writing some good material for that. So I wanted to share some of that with you guys. I picked up the old Oriental Adventures book that Dungeons and Dragons published quite a while ago and I've been flying through that. And it's hilarious. I mean, I call it like the big weeaboo book of adventures because it just mostly enables people to create anime-esque samurai ninjas and battle creatures of Japanese folklore. But it's actually quite interesting, and I've been thinking of uh, incorporating that. If anyone has any experience with uh, some, I guess, non-ridiculous missions that they've successfully narrated out of the book, I'd be interested because the pre-generated campaigns are... Well, they're a little strange, but... Not to say my game isn't strange to begin with, and truthfully I could use some of the character creation help because most of mine wind up being a little vanilla fantasy and they're always, uh, you know, you meet the Scottish dwarf blacksmith and the party approaches him and how's it going and it's going well, how are you? And then, you know, just, I'm a dwarf, I live here, it's battle and all those things and it just kind of becomes like all the characters are, are limited to the very vanilla fantasy repertoire we're all familiar with but last mission uh the group the group's a little mismatched we got um a dragonborn sorcerer who always prefers violence and stabbing with like her shank to ever using sorcery we have two druids actually a very druish group and uh we have a I actually can't reveal the class of this person because they're playing a secret class which i enjoy i think the little secrets and, and depth to the story really adds so much in what can be a very boring game. So it's a person who was playing a ranger, um, and she had died in the game, and her sister, who she had written in, 
was this other class and it's a, a magic based class. I won't disclose too much, but it's very cool. So she showed up and now the other party members don't really know what's going on. And I think that's great. That's part of what I wanted to talk about. Um, I've been role playing for about like 10 to 15 years. I'm going to put non sequentially in there, but a very long time. And I think that when you have too much of the storyline on the dungeon master's shoulders, doesn't make it very engaging for people. I think people want to show up and uh, create their own adventure and really invest in it. Um, I, I essentially grew up playing with the same RP group, um, my friends that really introduced me to the game. And we played for, I guess, I don't know, five, ten years. And our dungeon master was great. He would write, he'll tell you, he'll write like two years worth of storyline. But that's always tricky because if the party veers off of what you've been writing you might not be happy they're doing it. And I, uh, this is probably my third stab at DMing. I've been a player more often than a, a, a dungeon master, but it's tricky. If you have an idea of what you want the group to do and they don't want to do it, then you can't do it. And at the end of the day, you can either be one of those GMs where it's rocks fall, everybody dies, you know, it's my word and I'm going to run a tight ship, or you can really let them have the reins. And I think that at the end of the day, a group that has the reins and invests and, and contributes their own ideas is much more likely to enjoy it and is much more likely to be invested in it uh, fully. I have people now like text me and be like, oh, I want my character to do this. And I'm just, you know, I, I think it's great. Whereas before it was more like you're dragging people into the room to play. So I will keep you guys posted on that. I just thought the Oriental Adventures book is hilarious, especially because maybe I wouldn't even call it Oriental Adventures if I was to publish it today. Um, reading a few other things, um, Saga, Brian K. Vaughn, one of the greatest comic series ever, and one that we're all fortunate enough to be in the middle of right now. I was, I had a volume eight. I picked it up when it came out. I just got around to reading it recently. And the truth is I love it, but it takes a long time to read because I'm a big fan of reading when I commute and reading on the go. And there's a lot of explicit sexual things in that book. And there's nothing like being on the subway and you know, popping your book open, getting ready to read, and it's a picture of Alana tied to a bed getting eaten out, and then you got to close that book and then, you know, look around at the startled people. I got that literally today. I opened it up to a page just to look at the back cover art, and it fell open to a sexual page, and I swear the woman sitting across from me gave me just the dirtiest look, but then continued to subsequently stare at what I was reading. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she was, was having more fun than she let on. But Saga is fantastic. Um, a lot of people are kind of skeptical to get into that for two reasons. The number one that I always hear is, I don't know who any of those characters are. I mean, is, is, is Iron Man in it? And it's, no. It's a totally original, totally unique uh, series in general. But more so, that is actually its strength. I think the character design, the aliens, and the species in Saga is probably one of the most creative I've ever seen. You have just creatures that are just right out of the imagination and, and alien species that are so strange and obscure and sometimes haunting and, again, often very sexual and sometimes confusing. But you just take a minute to think, wow, somebody actually thought of all these, and they're amazing. It's a really great book. I don't think there's been a lot of well-represented uh, love stories about families, about accepting your differences and overcoming adversity. Um, I won't really spoil too much, I guess, because it's a slow build. So a lot of the things I'm going to talk about haven't happened and certain characters haven't come to that maturation yet, but it is probably the greatest family story in the galaxy. And 
I cannot suggest it enough. Uh, he's also involved in, in one of my other favorite comic series, one that's it's done, but Netflix every once in a while you know, gives me a semi by talking about how they're going to turn it into a show, and that's Why the Last Man. I actually read that one first, um, read it, loved it, absolutely just devastated by the ending. But one of the great comic book works of all time, I actually have that tattooed on my arm, not that line, that would be kind of strange, but I cannot recommend Why the Last Man enough either. It's five volumes if you get it now. I think like chapters, Amazon, wherever you're going for them, they have like the collected volumes, thick, not too thick, but the five trade paperbacks, but it's amazing. I think besides Saga, I think the last thing that I'm going to be reading is I'm working my way through a lot of the Rebirth titles for Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, and Hellblazer. Hell, uh, Const- no, he's Hellblazer now in uh, Rebirth. But it's not even uh, the Rebirth line that's been DC's uh, strongest story of recent years. I think uh, coming from a video game, it's funny, but Injustice uh, is probably, excuse me, probably the best comic series that they had going on in in the past, I'll say five years, I don't want to be too crazy. Um, Injustice, if you are unfamiliar, is a game, uh, a Mortal Kombat-esque ring fighting game, superhero v. superhero, but the comic book was absolutely astoundingly good. On launch it came with one, I think I had the the volume one, and then volume two, and that was supposed to be the end of it, but now I believe there's eleven in the first comprehensive uh, arc of it, which is start to finish like a self-sufficient story and there's quote year two now which is is good but it's not nearly as good it's not the same thing but that first 11 issues of injustice so it's year one one and two two one and two three year four i think has three or maybe it's year five has three but it is probably the best dc thing i've ever read you have superman who's been again uh, spoilers are kind of dicey when you're trying to explain the story but Superman was tricked by the Joker, and after thinking he was battling Doomsday for a prolonged period of time, he realized he was battling Lois Lane, and getting a thrashing by Superman is extremely deadly if you're not Doomsday, and unfortunately, she was with child, uh, his child, and the madness of all that drove him finally past the point that Batman has struggled with for a very long time, and the first thing he did was kill the Joker, because, you know, Spoiler alert, the Joker is who was behind the the trickery. And the Joker had triggered a, an, a nuclear explosion to coincide with the death of Lois, wiping out Metropolis. So you have Superman, whose city is gone, whose, whose wife and child are gone, and whose, most importantly, whose humanity is gone. And that was really what made that one so amazing, because Superman makes one of the best heroes, but I think Superman makes the best villain because there is nothing more terrifying than Superman as a villain. And Ben Affleck will confirm that. (laughs) I mean, if you... He does that well. I mean, I'm going to definitely go on and on about how I I love the Batfleck, but one of the greatest things about Batman versus Superman is Batman really tries to articulate to people why Superman is dangerous. And as a human being, it's very fair to see. I always thought that Lex Luthor had a a very relatable and interesting point that I want to believe in the goodness of heroes and I want to put my faith and trust in heroes. But as a non-powered human being, we have to use the tools we have. And Lex Luthor, in a lot of ways, you could look at as, as a hero into its own right. But there's a great uh, story called Luthor. I think, um, uh, who's the art? Lee Romeo. Uh, he did Joker. He did Batman Noel. 
he's involved in, uh, I think it's just called Luther. Maybe it's Luther Man of Steel. I got to look that in, look into that rather. But absolutely phenomenal story. Getting off topic, Injustice is amazing. Injustice is not only about Superman's villainy, but it brings in, and this is not an exaggeration, Injustice brings in everything in DC. So they go from local battles of the superheroes to more of a larger Justice League versus international heroes. And then you realize that there's still resolutions that are needed. There's still places to go. And that's when the comic just surprised me because it starts to become about everything. So you have foundationally in DC three areas that a hero can draw from. You have your metahumans who are born with extraordinary powers. You have your technologically augmented people. So your Green Lanterns, your Batmans who are a product of the equipment or the gear they have. And then you have your magic users. And that technically people always think of Constantine, but Constantine, Zatanna, Shazam, I would even put Wonder Woman as a, as a magic user in that their powers come from mysticism and uh, sort of supernatural origin. So you have these three tribes and each of the stories kind of becomes about that in, in the years. So you have a, uh, I'm going to say it's year three, where it's all about magic and the occult and Batman realizes that um, fun fact, actually, Superman's lesser known weakness is, is magic. So kryptonite, obviously it's always great to throw on that kryptonite ring and, you know, beat the Boy Scout to a pulp, but it's in magic that he finds a lot of allies. And there's an amazing, uh, two, uh, two edition one year in the story arc about how Batman realizes magic is the key and he seeks out magic users and Constantine's in it. And Constantine's absolutely amazing then you have uh, the only place that you can really go from there when these almost titans, these gods are fighting, and that's actual gods. And then I think year four it is, it becomes about the the Greek pantheon and Wonder Woman's kin and her origin and the Athenians and Ares. It's absolutely an amazing story. Um, Injustice above everything else uses everyone in DC in a way nothing else does. So I'm a big fan of Marvel Comics as well, and what I like about Marvel is... In any given Marvel story, you get a lot of people. You, Especially if you're lucky enough to be reading a comic in New York, you're going to get Spider-Man, The Thing, Daredevil. Um, actually, ironically, those three people, uh, I've written a, a story as to they share an apartment as well as a regular poker night in Manhattan, and that's their antics. Maybe they, Doctor Strange is in there. But the point is Marvel gives you that sense of, big world, but it's very populated with superheroes, whereas DC's world seems very disconnected and very isolated. And there's a lot of times you'll read a Batman story without even a, a wink or a mention of another hero or the existence of other heroes. But Injustice has it all. It's like when you're reading the back of a vitamin thing, and it's got everything and anything from A to Z. I'm aware there's no vitamin Z, but there's a vitamin Zatanna, and she's 100% an Injustice. So check it out. Um, definitely check out Volume 1 and 2. If you're not hooked by then, you might not be, but take my word for it. It only does get better. There was probably not even a misstep in the whole thing. Um, some of the funniest uh, lines and one-off panels are in that too, and it's very topical and modern. The game's great. Uh, I would Obviously, at this point, you really don't need to get Injustice 1. I would just go for number 2, and the amount of DLC and skins and alternate outfits just makes it so much fun, but Check it out. Very easy to find now. Uh, year two is coming out. I've heard good things. I checked out the beginning. It's it's hard for me to love again because Injustice was just so amazing. But 
yeah, let me know what you think. If there's anything uh, else you guys want to suggest. Otherwise, I got some good ideas. And I will see you next time. Thanks a lot, guys.